the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Randy Draper. One of the most disturbing trends in the church today is the large number of divorces. One of the major contributors to this trend is the sin of adultery. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Thou shalt not commit adultery. What preventative measures can we take to keep ourselves from the deadly sin of adultery? I want to take up what we left off last Sunday. What preventative measures can we take to keep ourselves from the deadly sin of adultery? Well, one of the things we can do is don't talk about personal matters with the opposite sex. Don't talk about personal matters with the opposite sex. A lot of folk in the name of counseling and the name of uh, getting help end up in bed with the opposite sex. You need to be extremely cautious. Everything look innocent is not innocent. I mean, a husband, if he's having some problems, he needs to talk with his wife. Amen. If they can't work it out, they need to talk with someone to whom they can be accountable. Or they need to seek out their Christian a Christian counselor, a pastor, or whomever. But the worst thing you can do is spend two nights a week at somebody's house in the name of addressing personal issues with nobody else around. Are you getting through what I'm saying? So, so that's how we keep ourselves from, from, that's a preventative measure we can take to keep ourselves from the deadly sin of adultery. Another thing we can do is keep cultivating your relationship with your family. Family life is a full-time responsibility. How many of you know that? I mean, it's a full-time responsibility. The responsibility of the wife, the responsibility of the husband, the children's responsibility, all the, the things that that entails. You will not, husbands, you will, there are things to be discovered about your wife still. Amen. matter whether you've been married 30 years, there's still things to be discovered by your wives. Wives, there are some things uh, yet to be discovered still uh, about your husband. Um, when God made Adam, uh, when God made Adam, Eve was not around. And when God put Adam to sleep, seeing that he needed a helper who's suitable, he didn't create Eve while Adam was watching. You something in that. He'll see. He put Adam to what? To sleep. Open him up without a cut. Without a knife, without instrumentation. Took out one rib, closed him up without stitches. And from one rib made a woe man. 
And when he opened his eyes, he said, in my own sanctified imagination, wow. All of a sudden, she was there. It was something he had. She wasn't a monkey. She wasn't a squirrel. She wasn't a donkey, a lion, a giraffe. She was one in his own likeness and kind. She complimented him. She was a helpmate. And since he was asleep when she was made, it would take a lifetime discovering about this woman that God had uniquely placed in his life. And man, let me tell you something. There's nothing like that woman in your life. Y'all hear me? And it still take a lifetime to learn about her. And it's still, and a lot of times she's, they're still telling us, you don't know by now. <laughs> takes a lifetime to learn her. Takes a lifetime of wives to learn about husband. You will always be working on your marriage. You never, your marriage is never so secure that Satan can't mess with it. Your marriage is never so, your marriage is not tamper proof. Amen. Amen. It's taking uncare of whether you've been married one year or 40 years. His scheme is to see your marriage destroyed. And if you give him that kind of room to operate, you know what? He will. He will. So therefore, you have to keep cultivating relationship. And many fall into adultery simply because the, the husband and wife don't have a relationship. They have more relationship. There are ladies who have more relationship hanging out with the girls. And guys hanging out with the boys. And you don't hang out with each other. That's how you get in trouble. You enjoy being away than being together. And you wonder what happened. I tell you what happened. You wasn't together. You wasn't together. If you're going to abstain from sexual immorality and not find yourself in that, you at least got to be together. You dated together. Now you're in the marriage and all of a sudden y'all enjoy being away. Ooh, she's gone. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Keep cultivating your relationship within your family. There are lots of things yet to be discovered in your family. Another thing we must consider if we're going to another preventative measure we need to take in order to prevent ourselves from the deadly sin of, of adultery is that we need to yield ourselves totally to the Holy Spirit. Yield ourselves totally to the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, and you shall not commit adultery. What will keep us from any kind of sexual sin, whether it's premarital sex whether it's homosexuality, whether it's bisexuality, whether whatever ality, what keeps us from sexual sins? It is, it is yielding ourselves to the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5.18. Turn to that passage with me. Y'all hanging with me? Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Ephesians 5.18. Ephesians 5.18 says this. Look, and do not be drunk with wine. Okay, that's what he's saying. Y'all not be walking around here drunk, Christians. Amen. Amen. In, in, in which is dissipation, but be what? Filled with the what? The Spirit of God. And you know what it means that, you know, being filled with the Spirit is, is to allow the Holy Spirit to control your life. To allow the Holy Spirit to, to fill every aspect of your life. To live, to, to be filled with the Spirit is to live under the 
influence of the spirit, under the control of the spirit. Now, you are, listen, it's only two spirits in the world. It's a Holy Spirit and a demonic spirit. And you're either living under one or the other. Amen. Amen. A drunkard is under the influence of alcohol. And that's why he can cuss you out, rage, do anything. You know why he's not in control? A substance is in control of him. And you know what? Being filled with the spirit. Let me just put it this way so you know, so I know you understand. Being filled with the spirit is to be Christ intoxicated. You better say it is to be Christ intoxicated. In other words, you, you do what God tells you to do. You go where God tells you to go. Amen. You, you say what God wants you to say. You're to be what God wants you to be. It is not what I want. It, it is not my selfish way. It is not my plan. It's what it this is. God's will. God's way for my life. You know how we shipwreck our lives? We grieve the Holy Spirit. We do what we want, regardless of what God is saying. You know, a lot of folk thinking grieving the Holy Spirit is just maybe um, I didn't should have. Um, I didn't shout or I didn't feel nothing in church. No, grieving the Holy Spirit is disobeying God. Amen. Amen. Living in rebellion to God. Amen. When God tells you to do something, you don't do it. When God tells you not to do something and you're hard headed enough to go on and do it anyway, you grieve the Holy Ghost, which will take away your joy. You come to church and won't have a song to sing. But when you're filled with the spirit, there's there's joy, there's gladness. And listen, if you continuously live under the influence of the Holy Spirit, he will help you to resist the temptation to commit sexual immorality. That's the only way you cannot win the war of all the sexual temptations coming against all of us unless we are walking in the spirit of Christ. You understand me? I mean, it's on the billboards, sexual innuendos are on, they're on, it's on the radio, it's on the television, every commercial is on Entertainment Tonight, it's at the checkout stands, we'll be, our kids are being assaulted, every time we turn the TV on, every commercial, somebody's in underwear, everybody's looking skimpy and everything. Listen, how in the world are you going to survive living pure unless you are under the influence of the Holy Ghost? You're in your flesh. Let me tell you what. You gone. You gone. You're gone. You can be a Christian. You can be gone. Because you're Christian don't mean you're perfect. We're headed toward perfect. Salvation doesn't mean sinless perfection. Only time we'll sin less is when we drop this unredeemed flesh. There's a part of us that's still yet to be redeemed. The soul, the inner man has been redeemed, but this flesh still has the propensity and the capacity to do the deeds and the work of the flesh. And it will if you don't walk under the auspices, under the influence of the Holy Ghost. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. We are excited about you joining us today as Pastor Draper continues the message, Thou Shalt Not Commit Adultery. We'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. Amen. Well, no. You all not talk, lest the Holy Ghost tell you. 
Holy Ghost tell you to shut up, you better shut up. If you, if you speak when he told you to shut up, you wish you had shut up. <laughs> Amen. And you say, well, why did I do that? Well, you, you were so strong-willed. You were so passionate. It's dangerous to live on your emotions, too. Amen. It's dangerous. The worst thing you can have is, a, is an emotional person not under the control of the Holy Ghost. Because one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. And the Holy Ghost will help control your mouth and control your attitude and straighten your face up. <laughs> it will do that. It will do that. So apart from the Holy Spirit, there you're fighting a losing battle uh, when it comes to resisting temptation. Once you get saved, Satan hates the fact you get saved. And what his, ob- his objective is to defile you. And if you're defiled, then how can you be productive for the kingdom? Another thing we must consider, if we're going to abstain and if we're going to not uh, fall into sexual temptation, be it adultery, any other sin, to you sisters, let me say a word to you. Watch what you wear, especially in the Lord's house. Especially in the Lord's house. Watch what you wear, especially in, the, especially in the Lord's house. Satan can use your appearance to cause the men to lose their focus in worship and sin in their hearts, even while sitting in worship. Amen. Men can commit adultery in their hearts while sitting in church. And the person next to them will never know it. The church is not a place where you come to model or wear clothes that are too revealing. You just step like, no, 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 no. You're not on TV. You're not, I mean, you don't come here to say, look at me, not here. Uh, No, no, no. We come here to look at God. Yeah, man, we're not here for folk to see us. We, we, all of you are here so that you can see Jesus. Amen. These ought not be going too deep. And splits ought not be going up too far. Amen. We ought not see too much of your legs. I won't just say amen. You don't have to say it. I'll say it. It ought not go too up. You ought to know what that split ought to cut off down there somewhere. Somewhere. We're in the Lord's house. And then when you get in the world, you, listen, you represent Christ in a world that's loose. Now, if you're going to be loose in here, what are you doing in the world? The Christian ought to have a sense of dignity and respect about his or herself. And many of us have lost our dignity. And when you lose your dignity, where's your testimony? And where is your witness to the glory of God? To the glory of God. This is the way it must be, my brothers and sisters. This way it must be. Preventative measures we take, always keep in mind that the Lord is watching you. Always keep in mind the Lord is watching you. Turn to Proverbs 15.3. Proverbs 15.3. Remember that the Lord is watching you. Proverbs 15.3. It says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, 
keeping watch on the evil and the what? Good. Whose eyes? The Lord. The eyes of whom? The Lord are it aware in every place. Every place. That's where you were last night, last week. That's when you were out of town. When you were at a hotel, maybe you weren't doing nothing, but the Lord was still looking. You may have did right. The Lord was looking. He said, look, you know what the end of that verse says? Look, keeping watch on the what? Evil and the good. In other words, when you're doing good, the Lord is what? Watching. And when you're doing evil, the Lord is what? The Lord doesn't have blinders on. Everything is naked and open before God. You know what? If you kept in mind that the Lord was watching you, there are some things you wouldn't do. Satan blind you to the fact that the Lord is, is not looking. And somehow you think that he can't see you. You forget that. If, you think, man, if, if we all remember that, we all be living holy. We all be living holy. God knows and sees everything you do, whether good or evil. Another thing we must consider, another preventative measure is this. Never allow your eyes to behold things that will cause you to stumble. Never allow your eyes to behold things that will cause you to stumble. This is how you keep from sexual sins. This is how you keep from sexual sins. What God has created for good, Satan has taken sex and exploited it and perverted it for evil. Never allow your eyes to behold things that will cause you to stumble. Look at Job 31 and 1. If you're not going to commit adultery, if you're not going to commit sexual sins, if you're going to keep your heart in check, then check out Job 31, 1. Job chapter 31, verse 1 says, says this. I have made a covenant with my eyes. Why then should I look upon a woman? I've made a what? With my eyes. Why then should I look upon a woman? Men, let me tell you something. I just talked to the women. Let me talk to you. You know, I'm talking to both of you. I'm not biased. Men don't stare and gaze at women. You say, what? Well, you married, aren't you? Amen. That's where it starts. It starts with a look. The lust of the eye. That's what John talks about. John chapter 2, 15. The lust of the eye. That's one of the things. The lust of the what? Eye. Eye. You gazing. You're looking. Men don't stare or what? Gaze. Gaze at who? Women. Beware of that second glance. That's one thing to see something pass by you. But it's another thing, when you take that second glance, you bow caught. The, worst, the best thing you can do is keep your head straight, look at Jesus, and move on. Won't you say amen? amen. What you looking back for? Lot's wife turned into a pillar of what? Because she looked what? Back. Back. Some of y'all looking too hard. Some of you looking too hard at the opposite sex. Looking too hard. 
gazing. And all of a sudden, Satan started loading your mind up. And all of a sudden, you find yourself in a situation that you never thought you would be in. Another thing we must consider, read or look at nothing which defiles. Read or look at nothing which defiles. Read or look at nothing which defiles. Psalms 119.37. Psalms 119.37. Read or look at nothing which defiles. Psalms 119.37. It says, turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. In other words, you can't get revived looking at the wrong stuff. Turn away my what? Eyes from looking at what kind of stuff? Worthless things. In other words, you have to ask the Lord to help you to look the other way. You do. If you don't, there'll come a day you wished you had. You have to ask the Lord to help you look the other way. If you don't, there will come a time when you wished you had. You wished you had. You really do. Uh, Another thing we must consider is this. Guard your thoughts and promptly expel evil ones. If you're going to stay away from sexual sins, whether it be adultery or anything else, guard your thoughts and promptly expel evil one. Guard your thoughts. Check it. Keep it in check. And promptly do what to the evil thoughts? Expel them. Now look. Look at 2 Corinthians 10.5. I'm showing you all over the Bible. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. I'm coming from the Bible. I'm coming from the Bible. Oh, I, I was... Lord, help me with this. Guard your thoughts and promptly expel evil ones. Second Corinthians 10, 5. Look what it says. Casting down arguments and every high thing, look, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into what? Bringing every thought into what? To the obedience of whom? Christ. You know what that is saying? Break it down. That means that all human reasoning, listen to this now, listen to that clo- all human reasoning and satanic thoughts that invade our minds. Have y'all had satanic thoughts come into your mind? Now, if you have it, you lying. All of us, whatever, you've had devilish thoughts come into your mind. Because you know why? The battle is for your mind. In order for him to get your mind, he has to invade your mind. Huh? Y'all walking with me? All the human reasoning and rationale and satanic thought that invade our thinking, our minds, that, that seeks to exalt itself and nullify and invalidate what God has said according to his word. If thoughts come in contradictory to the word of God, human human reasoning that's contradictory to the word of God, nasty thoughts, seductive thoughts, ugly thoughts, uh, satanic thoughts that comes to nullify what God has said, his word has said, the spirit is saying, the Bible is saying, you are to, in the name of Jesus, cast those thoughts down, cast them out and extinguish every thought that exalt itself in order that we would remain obedient to Christ. Because if you let that thought have its way, 
that you know what? It's going to it's going to take you instead of you taking it. And, and when those thoughts get possession of you, then you know what happened? Then you disobey Christ instead of living in obedience to Christ. And that's why it says uh, bring it into captivity. I mean, you you identify it, you extinguish it in order that we will remain obedient to Christ. Because if you let those kinds of thoughts run loose in your mind and you start playing and fuzzing around with them and tinkering around with them, all of a sudden it will capture your mind. And, and actually what you have carried out in your mind will eventually be carried out in your deeds, in your deeds. So, so guard your thoughts and properly expel evil ones. Another thing we must consider, listen, refuse to allow yourself to become idle. Refuse to allow yourself to become what? Idle. An idle mind is the devil's workshop. You, you find husbands that don't have nothing to do, they get in trouble. Wives that are sitting around, not unproductive, not carrying out responsibilities, you find yourself getting in trouble. God requires us to be productive and fruitful for the cause of Christ. He has called us to be productive and what? Fruitful. And if you're not fruitful, if you're just messing around, hanging around, you, you, you're, not, you're not doing anything constructive, you're going to end up being seduced because Satan loves folk who doesn't have anything to do. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683 even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org, where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in next week as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.